Podcast. And today, you have the Christy and Max Show. Max and Christy. Christy and Max. Max and Christy. Christy and Max. Max and Christy. Christy and Max. Max is my husband. Christy. to the Max and Christy podcast. Welcome today. We're trying it out. What'd you think of our new like opener for the Max and Christy? Christy and Max show. Podcast. Oh, podcast. Sorry. If you're watching this live, I guess it's a show. It's not really a podcast. Yeah. Aren't most podcasts filmed or are they live? I think they're just like they record them and then they edit them. But you know Max and I, we just like to put it out and have it live. And if we say, um, deal with it. It happens. Yeah. Perfection is not our goal. What what are we doing today? So today we're going to talk about the five steps to lead your family during a crisis. Because our world has changed tremendously in the last week. Week. Social distancing, Max. I've been talking to you about this all day. You are too close. Yeah, he's too close. I told him. What's this? Oh, don't touch me. Sorry about that. I need to sanitize that. Wow. I don't want to get the cooties. The cooties. Yeah. So I know a lot's changed. Most of us are now homeschooling our children. Sorry about that. Failing miserably at that. Yeah. I need teacher's retirement. Well, both of our kids are in, well, detention now? Yeah, they're both in detention. Sorry. We've just been working them, and I don't know if that counts as school credits, but sure. whatever. Yeah. They're getting a lot of real-world experience there at the office. Is. Right there. Don't worry. They're not out there licking anybody's face with the coronavirus. Wow. That I don't would, know anybody that has it. That would be weird if they were. Yeah. I really am highly telling them not to. But the good thing is, is they're washing their hands. My teenagers are washing their hands for the first time in their lives. Wow. I'm sure it's not their fault. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you really communicate with your kiddos during this time of crisis? Yeah. I want to say something here. Yeah, go ahead. Probably the first thing is don't freak out. Don't. Don't get upset. Don't find out the facts. The facts. Yeah, so it started in China a few months ago. Now it's in the United States. Lots of places, restaurants, bars, um, gyms are closed in our areas. As you know, people have hoarded because of the panic. And can't get paper towels or toilet paper. I'm hoping that alleviates soon because, you know, we're going to need it eventually. Or you'll be washing your hands more often. Yeah, a lot more often. So five steps to lead your family during a crisis. Number one. Don't. Exaggerate to make your point. No. This is not the apocalypse. No. So don't over-exaggerate. If you're freaked out, don't freak out in front of your kids. You are the leaders, mom and dad, of your family. You want to stay firm and strong and tell them this is a storm. And... We are weathering this storm together, and you might be out of school a week or two, but you'll be out, you'll be back soon. 
You could be out of school for a month. I don't know. We don't have a crystal ball here at some time, spouse. No, no. I wish we did. Maybe we could rub your head. How many, how many weeks are you going to be out of school? April 7th. They'll be Boom. back. There you go. That's my prediction. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, you need to be that voice of reason in your house. Yeah. You're, you're the adult. Yeah. I started to freak out a little bit yesterday. A little bit. Went to the grocery store. They didn't have any of our foods that we usually eat. And Max took me and he's like, Chris, calm down. Calm down. Your 19-year-old daughter's with us. You do not need 25 packages of this that we do not eat. We will never eat it. Even if you have it in the house, you won't eat it. Nope. And more importantly, Christy, you do not know how to cook rice. <laughs> it won't do you any good. Yeah. It's kind of hard to eat it without cooking it. I yeah. mean, you probably could, but it may hurt. Yeah. And be realistic with them. Don't tell them it's awesome or perfect or anything like that you want to be you know what i don't know what's going to happen it's okay to be uncertain yeah. uncertain yeah. it's okay uncertain 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 yeah it's okay it's okay but you don't want to freak out yourself because then you freak out the kids and everyone else and it, it's it, not pretty yeah, yeah. your dogs act crazy yeah lead, lead your family don't scare them yeah number two Lead from wisdom, not fear. So find out the facts first. Don't don't trust Facebook. Although there may be some facts on Facebook, find out. Use other sources. Listen to other people. Listen to doctors. That might be a good idea. Mm -hmm. uh, because most of them are saying that either you will get it or people already have it and people don't know. So no one really knows unless you know someone that has has this, you don't know what's going to happen. It may be a cough and a fever, and you're over it. Or it may be something more. You just don't know. You do want them to get wisdom and not worry. I was brought up to worry about things, and it's taken me three years to break that cycle that I've been doing for 40-plus years. I want to find out the facts now. And if I don't know the answer, I say, hold up. Let me find the answer. And then I go to Google or somebody else that's like, don't go crazy on Google. You want to go to somebody that knows what they're talking about. Like he said, a doctor. A doctor. I heard earlier today that they're closing down everything in our county. And Wait a minute. Let me look. Nope. Three things are closed in our county. Bars, restaurants, and gyms. So you don't want to go, everything is closing. It's not. And you can no. still get drive-through food. You can still get to-go food. From the same places. You just have to eat it at home or in your car now. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. No. Yeah. It, it changed the way that restaurants have to do business. Yeah. Um, you know. They had to pivot. They had to pivot. But... CG, we go to, you know, we Camp go Gladiator. Camp Gladiator, and they had to pivot because they can't have their groups meet anymore. So they are putting workouts online, and they are helping you through them. They're telling you what to do. They're, you know, helping you any way that they can. So people have had to pivot and change the way that they do business, which is awesome because it gives people that didn't know that they could do it, it makes them do it. 
So that's that's great. Number three. Establish a new normal. We've done that over the last week, haven't we, everyone? Yep. Yeah, this is normal. I had two online meetings today because we're not meeting face-to-face now because of social distancing. Hello. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. No more. So, and I had one this morning, you know, where everyone was online. Um, there was a few people that met up, but it was one to two people, um, you know. So it, it's a new normal that everyone has to get used to. No hugs. No handshakes. You could do a fist bump. Watch this fist bump. It's awesome. Snail, jellyfish. I don't know about that one. That was probably about two weeks ago you could do that. But now it's like... This is kind of no-brainer. We've got to wash our hands. I can't believe how many people weren't washing their hands before this outbreak. But you've got to wash your hands. When you cough... Use the vampire cough. <laughs> a vampire cough? Yes, because they have fangs, and if they did it to their hands, <laughs> they would cut their hands. So uh, now it's, ah. Uh-huh. I gotcha. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, aren't you glad I taught you that? Yep. This is the new normal. Yeah. Don't touch knobs or handles if you're out in public. Definitely. Use your feet. I've never touched knobs or handles. I'll wait there for Max to open the door. Yeah. I agree. Or if you do, sanitize. There you go. Sanitize. Yeah. Sanitize what? Most places, if you walk into them now, have a bottle of sanitizer sitting on the counter. Awesome. Thank you. And remain calm. Calm. That, I think that's one of the biggest things is remain calm. Nothing is going to happen in the next few hours. I wouldn't think so anyway. No. Uh, so just remain calm. Find a better way to do it. Find a new normal way to do it. And number four. Number four, communicate your temporary new normal early. So don't wait until you're out of toilet paper to find a new way to use, or a new toilet paper to use, I guess. Yeah. There's 15 different things you can use instead of toilet paper. I did a podcast on it last week. You can definitely catch it. Uh, Lots of things that are very strange. But if you have to, that's what you can use. Yeah. Or these places that run out of toilet paper are not just out of toilet paper. Sorry, we're out until next year. They get new shipments in daily, every other day, you know, sometimes two or three times a day. I noticed on Facebook earlier that um, there's a dollar store in China Spring that got a new shipment of milk and other stuff, I guess, uh, this afternoon. Uh, You know, I don't know if that's their regular delivery time but maybe not maybe they have a new normal delivery time so yeah and if you can't do an in-person meeting like the kids aren't in school but that doesn't mean they're out of school for the rest of the year they're actually receiving their homework assignments on their email addresses or some sort of portal the kids were telling me and this is their new normal so don't let your kids sit around and wait to do all their homework till the day before school gets back in and we're way tougher than Yeah, so have them go ahead and start on that homework now um, and start communicating. So if they have issues, they can communicate back and forth with the teacher. Um, We've had to do uh, online meetings Mm -hmm. instead of in-person meetings. Uh, That's a new normal for us right now until this is over. Number five. Take advantage of the new teachable moments. 
Yeah. Every few years, we go through something kind of like this. Now, personally, I've never seen things close down like they have. Uh, but we've went through something similar to this many times in business. Sure, sure. You always have ups and downs. This is just odd because most people haven't seen places close or you can't go to them or it's, you know, takeout only or, you know, stuff like that. And that's the biggest thing that I think that are, that's, you know, that's, that's got most people upset or, or not calm um, is because it's not an everyday thing that they're used to. And, you know, it's a teachable moment. Teach your kids they have to adapt um, to different things in life. You have to pivot. Yeah, you have to. I mean, there's nobody that goes through life and they're like, oh, it was all smooth and roses and butterflies and nothing ever happened. Yeah, I wish somebody would have taught me these things when I was younger. That change is inevitable and things are going to happen. Hurricane Harvey was here a few years ago. 9-11 happened. The crisis in 2008. Mass shootings happen all the time. We had one here in Waco many years ago where everything got shut down on a Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, I think it was. Like the whole town shut down because of this mass kind of thing. So these kind of things happen all of the time. Just we forget about them and we go back to the normal and we have to adjust and pivot all the time and just get used to it and then appreciate the new normal. Yeah. Well, it makes you appreciate the old normal. Like, I will never take for granted again that in-person meeting. That those meetings, I'm like, oh, I've got to go do that. Or I've got to go meet the kid's teacher. Uh, I've got to talk to the kid's teacher about this. I won't take that for granted. I'm actually going to appreciate those things because those have been cut off from us and taken away. Or eating at a wonderful restaurant. It's Max's restaurant this evening. It is. It's always wonderful. You better say that. So, I know it's kind of scary, parents. But, you can make it the new normal. Last night, uh, we went outside with our teenagers and played frisbee with our boxer. We're probably going to do the same thing tonight. Do something a little bit different. But, we're going to make memories with our family during this time because we've only got 63 weekends left with our kiddos before they go off and they start their own (laughs) lives. So what can you do to make memories with your family? What can you do to make this time a positive time instead of a negative time? Yeah. Yeah. What can you do instead of going home every evening and watching TV or doing nothing? Everybody's on a device. What else can you do to create a new normal? where you guys are outside playing Frisbee or you play board games in the house or maybe teach kids how to play poker. Yeah. Whatever. Um, It could be a new normal thing that you guys end up doing. So these were our five steps to lead your family in a crisis. Number one. Don't exaggerate to make it more. Number two. Lead from wisdom, not from fear. Number three. Establish a new normal. Number four. Communicate your temporary new normal early if possible. Number five. Take advantage of this teachable moment. And this was the Christy and Max show.
Welcome to the Sometime Spouse Podcast. And today, you have the a new intro to the Max. I don't know. Oh, there it is. Max is my husband. Christy? Is my husband, apparently. And the, <laughs> I hope you guys like our new intro to the Max and Christy Podcast. Welcome today. We want to thank you guys for joining us and we're not perfect. So I hope you enjoyed the new theme song. We're going to keep working on it and uh, we'll get it better next time. This is only like our fourth podcast, right? Together? Something like that. Seems like like a lot more. Yeah, but we'll get it together. You guys have an amazing week and lead your family well during this crisis.